0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, May 28th, 2023. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? My name is Quinn. This is my show. We're coming to you live. Uh, looking out the window here in Wrigleyville, a stream of cars could be mistaken for a funeral procession as the Cubs have now lost, what, four in a row, five in a row? Just completed. Uh, I think the game's over. Let's check. Completed being swept by the uh, perpetually inept Cincinnati Reds at home. It's not over yet. It's eight to three in the eighth. So still going, but things are things are bad in Wrigley. Real bad. They got they lost that last game to the Mets nine to zero they lost the reds 10 to 1 or something like that it was just or maybe vice versa but absolutely atrocious so it's just uh, pretty depressing around here which makes things even crazier because then people are like oh we got to go drown our sorrows in alcohol and you just try to stay off the streets and be safe because things get nuts It is Sunday, May 28th. It is Memorial Day weekend. Happy Memorial Day uh, to all those who celebrate and recognize and thank you to our fallen armed service members. Big day for barbecues, big days for cookouts all weekend long, really. If you have a lake, this this is your Christmas, even if it's freezing cold water you gotta be out of the lake, you gotta have a bratwurst, oh man, now that I said bratwurst, I'm thinking bratwurst, that would be so good, just, we'll do a little guided meditation here, you you fire up on the grill, you got an old school charcoal, you've kindled it, I don't know, do you kindle charcoal, seems like you could kindle it, charcoal is like, what is, charcoal is like burnt wood or something already, and then you, it's, it's like twice, twice baked words or twice baked woods. Is basically charcoal. It doesn't really make much sense to me. Why does the? What do you think? <coughs> Garage band cut out right as I was starting to do my charcoal talk, which was very kind. Charcoal is a lightweight black carbon residue produced by strongly heating wood or other animal and plant materials in minimal oxygen to remove all water and volatile constituents. Now there's a there's a phrase that really tells you everything you need to know. Volatile constituents. It could have been my small intestine this morning. Let's keep going here. In the traditional version of this pyrolysis process, p y r o pyro meaning fire, lysis l y s i s meaning something happens, called charcoal burning. Often by forming a charcoal kiln, great word k i l n. The heat is supplied. Sounds like a sounds like a uh, the A B C affiliate news affiliate news station in Sioux Falls or something, right? K i l n Sioux Falls. Uh the heat is supplied by burning part of the starting material itself with a limited supply of oxygen the material can also be heated in a closed retort now a re- so you, you have your regular tort which is you know delicious uh creamy perhaps delicate buttery soft if you have a retort uh, that's like a twice baked retort every if you're noticing a trend here it's true everything in uh involving charcoal is a uh is a twice twice baked tail. If you're curious, in chemistry lab, a retort is a device used for distillation or dry distillation of substances. It contains a spherical vessel with a long do- long, downward-pointing neck. It looks like a, like a emu or something. It's a crazy thing or something I would use for my drugs, my extensive drug habit. We have a bong, I think is what it's called. I got it as a gag gift or something, and I don't know what to do with it. I think you'd have to buy some. Uh, I think you'd have to buy some drugs or something to put in it. I don't know if acetaminophen works. Uh, modern charcoal briquettes used for outdoor cooking may contain many other additives like coal. Oh, I hate that. Um, so we learned that it's basically a type of burnt wood. Uh, but we wanted to look at the etymology of uh, charcoal. So we got to Google something more specific. Charcoal ety- Well. I guess as we're thinking about this more, and You need to Google it, coal is, we just heard that it could be in charcoal, and char is to kind of burn something, right? So charcoal, from the late Middle English, probably related to coal in the early sense, char coal. So mystery solved. Today's, uh, before we get back to the brats here, today's palindrome of the day here, because I mentioned it in a tweet when I was live tweeting the Vanderpump Rules uh, Part 1 reunion, is Tenet, T E N E T, which was a uh, James, a uh, Christopher Nolan, rather, film starring John David Washington, son of Denzel and uh, and uh, uh, Twilight, what's the kid's name? Uh, Robert Pattinson. What a guy. Terrible movie. I hated it, honestly. I really, uh, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan, and I really thought it was just garbage. Here was my problem with it, and I'm having this problem more and more with Christopher Nolan films as he ages. It was kind of the same thing in parts of Interstellar. The audio mixing is just so intentionally blurry. It's not a mistake. It's a, you know, it's a, you know, hundreds of million dollar film production, and he just, him slash his audio team decide to mix those films in portions where the music is blasting and sound effects are happening to where you have no idea what the dialogue is. And it's kind of like, okay, is that realistic? Is that cool? Yeah. I was at, uh, we'll get to this in a second here, but engagement party last night where the, you know, there's loud music blaring and Cubs game blaring. And yeah, there's a lot of times where, Hey, I have no idea what you're saying, but when I pay $15 plus my large popcorn and Diet Coke, hopefully bottomless, I'm uh I'm anticipating being able to hear, you know? It's kind of my escape from the not hearing world. It shouldn't be like, you know, a quiet place should be the only time really, or a quiet place too, when you can't hear, because there's really nothing to hear so much. But those audio mixes were so much more clean. So tenet is your palindrome of the day. So imagine you're opening up to get back to how we got started in this discussion. You're opening up a nice five pack of brats. Excuse me, could be Johnsonville, could be um Velveeta. I don't know who else makes brats these days. Jack Links, and you know you slap them on the grill. It's a charcoal grill, so you worked really hard. You did your you you charred your own coal, even. And if you couldn't tell, yes, I'm still battling illness. It's been uh, 10 ish days of symptoms of any sort at this point. So, trying to stay strong, but it's, um, you know, fighting it for sure. So, you char your own coal, you throw, you slap those babies on the grill, and just, oh man, it's, they're sizzling. You get the perfect grill marks. You might have a, a combo pack where some of them are just regular standard german bratwurst and then some of them are uh cheddar wursts a a huge fan favorite basically the version uh basically a cheddar wurst is like a juicy lucy bratwurst never had a juicy lucy go up to the minnesota state fair get your hands on one preferably two hands because you're gonna need it and man you get you get a nice brioche bun perhaps I always love when you get those buns that are way too big, the potato rolls for what you're putting in them, but you just do it anyways because sometimes it's Memorial Day weekend and carbs don't count. And then, uh, you know, you fill it up with all the fixings. There's the traditional things you can put on a bratwurst. I like mustard or spicy brown mustard, perhaps. I don't typically do ketchup on the bratwursts. I don't feel like they would have a lot of ketchup in the Bavarian region or wherever bratwursts are found, Hamburg, Frankfurt, Munich, Milan, Vienna, Strasbourg, all notable bratwurst-producing entities. Oh, man, my leg's bleeding. I hate that. So then you you throw it on the bun. You got your spicy brown mustard, maybe um, some onions, some nice, just you do not do anything with them. You just sliced open an onion picked out a couple of rings you're going to get that raw crunch normally undesirable in this specific instance an absolute banger you got your onions your mustards your you could even do two or three kinds of mustards you could do a uh, your classic dijon and then you could do the spicy brown that has the tiny little mustard seeds that you can explode with your two front teeth and your bottom four teeth and you throw it all together. Any other fixings you want? You can even make it a, Blago- a Blagojevich bratwurst with ketchup. I never really associated a pickle with a bratwurst. I suppose it could work as long as it was a good crunch. You know, you don't want to you don't want to get to get soggy. There's no room for that. And then you just take a nice you take the biggest bite on the first one. And it's just delicious. I had that sensation or that uh, that yearning, y e a r n i n g, a couple of nights ago. We were walking back uh, from a friend's house or just walking to a friend's house uh, Friday night, and uh, I was like, man. And I wasn't even it wasn't that I was super hungry. It's just sometimes you get that specific craving, right? And it's a craving you don't get often because it's something you don't eat very often. But uh, just I just wanted one one big thick slice of deep dish pizza, and I just wanted to take. Really take that, you know, go right for the the corner angle there, and just take the biggest bite possible, and just get inundated by cheese, tomatoes, carbohydrates, maybe a maybe a, a pepperoni even. So, but it has not come to fruition yet. But I'm really banking the pizza gift cards lately. Got. I got some stuff uh, to a local place here in Chicago. I got some stuff to Illuminati's Nadi's here in Chicago. I even got a cooking class gift card where I could make my own pizza. So thank you to all who have showered me with gifts in the last 12 months. I will get around to them. We just don't eat pizza very frequently. There's not a Lou's super close or our Robert's pizza place not super close. Although they're both delicious, highly recommended But yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend, so I hope everyone is able to get out there. Uh, Hope you're able to enjoy the outdoors. I know we're going to probably get outside in a little bit here. It's a weird recording time. I don't know if i have ever recorded at 4.15 p.m. on a Sunday before, but basically woke up. We were out real late last night celebrating. We'll talk about that in one second here briefly, but then didn't get a lot of sleep last night, woke up, did a family chat, went to brunch, and then just had to come back and just turn on Real Housewives and just crash because that's how it was. So our schedules are a little bit off right now. 4.15 in the afternoon. Still a beautiful day outside. Gonna go check out the uh, Belmont Sheffield Music Festival, the ABBA or ABBA cover band tonight. Top five ABBA songs just off the top of my head. if, if If you made me pick five that I had to listen to over and over again, I would probably say, oh man, this is gonna be tough. I'm gonna... I'm going to offend some people here. Let's go with uh, hmm, I'm Waterloo. They're kind of their first big hit, right? That's a classic. I'm a big fan of, uh, uh, what is it, uh, The Winner Takes It All. There's a great scene in Better Call Saul where Bob Odenkirk and Michael McKean do karaoke to The Winner Takes It All. Let's see, what else? I mean, you, obviously, you got your obvious... Fan favorites, dancing queen, take a chance on me, I mean, and I like those songs. I don't know if they're in my top five. I'm a big fan of uh what is it Chiatiita is that how it how it goes? I can't remember exactly how it's uh spelled, but that's a that's a good one I love that that piano at the end is a is just a classic here. I'm doing a quick top ABBA songs here just to make sure I don't forget. We've already listed three Waterloo the winner takes it all Chickatita. Some of the other ones that are immediately came up are SOS. That's a good one. I actually like that one quite a bit. Super Trooper, Fernando, Knowing Me, Knowing You, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. I don't think I'm a big Gimme, Gimme, Gimme uh, top five person. voulez Vu. Oh, man, Lay All Your Love on Me. That one's that one's kind of spooky. It's kind of get that spooky synth going. I don't know. I guess if I had to choose two more, it would probably be... Uh, Oh man. I would probably say Dancing Queen. I mean it's it's just iconic. You never get tired of it. And maybe maybe SOS. So I guess some honorable mentions would be Mamma Mia, Take a Chance on Me, Super Trooper, Fernando, Knowing Me, Knowing You. I do like knowing me, knowing you quite a bit. Anyways, we're gonna go see that band tonight, I believe. If I can if I can rally myself. So we got engaged, which is pretty exciting my beautiful lover, my fiance, Rachel Ramos. And uh, it happened. It's over. And now we can uh, look ahead to the future. No, it was, uh, we'd gone ring shopping. A uh, couple, it kept getting rescheduled. It was supposed to happen in like, I don't know, October of 2020, and we finally did it earlier this month. So we went ring shopping a couple weeks ago. Rachel picked out what she liked. I made the purchase online, got it shipped to the store. the showroom I always maybe we should have a maybe there should be a beantown podcast showroom. I always feel like if you're a brand or a company that has a showroom, it really just kind of uh adds to your legitimacy. Everyone thinks you're very exclusive, very unique, very fun Beantown podcast showroom. I would say the biggest problem there i there are two problems I see. That you know, it would be the responsible or the, um, it would be the responsibility of, you know, probably the showroom manager who I would hire from an intern program, probably with like Northeastern Illinois, for diversity purposes. <sighs> Help me get a James Beard Award or something, and an NAACP Image Award. I would like one of those. It would be with the likes of Tyler Perry, Royce Clayton. And uh, Obama, Oprah, et cetera, et cetera. But the two problems I see with the Bean Town Podcast showroom one, having to pay rent. Okay. Especially, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. So we're probably going to be ground floor, Michigan Ave. Um, You know, it's, uh, you, you got, what's the point of having a showroom if no one knows you have a showroom? Okay. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is what we would put in the showroom. Is you know that's less of a concern to me because I'm kind of one of those hey we'll figure it out kind of people. But when you're talking physical inventory, that just it might be tougher. I guess we could just like take a bunch of pictures. We could have all the um, we could have all the Bean Town podcast um, annual sort of photos over the year. We could blow them up on canvas, hang them around the showroom. We got to have something in glass that people can look at, people can oogle at. Um, gawk at, I never find, I don't, I'm not really a gawker. I know other people who gawk, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't typically feel gawkable, but I don't know. We'll keep thinking about it. I think it's a good idea. I got to keep work, workshop in that Bean Town podcast showroom, but so I got the ring, picked it up Monday after work. And then, uh, I had actually texted a bunch of people, family, friends, all that stuff uh, the day before Sunday, Basically letting them know, hey, Saturday night, Rachel doesn't know, but we're going to go out. We're going to get crazy, which we did, and celebrate our love, love's eternal glory. And so at that point, uh, I, I made those plans to celebrate the engagement without uh, any sort of um, plan to propose, just knowing it was going to happen. So at that point, I was just kind of feeling out the week, seeing how it was going, um, and... uh got to Thursday night and I was just like, you know what, let's, we're not doing any, no plans for Friday and Saturday. The stuff was happening. So I just, uh... and there's also, you know, once you get to that point where you got the ring, you know, you're just kind of like, I just want to do it not to get it out of the way, but because you're excited and you want to share that with the other person. I only got one more sip of my lemon water here that I made at 9 a.m. So got to be, got to be cautious. Eric, we're wrapping things up pretty soonish here, though. I got, I got the rest of the story, our ad reads, our trivia question, and then that's it for for old Q on Memorial Day weekend year Everyone deserves a vacation, myself included. I I deserve good things. I deserve to celebrate my Memorial Day weekend. But the fans, the ones who support this show, including our friends in Pakistan, hello to Pakistan, thank you for making us the 112th-ranked comedy podcast in the great nation of Pakistan. You all deserve free content every weekend, wherever we're at here, 270, 280 podcasts and counting. There's someone walking down the street with, like, a cape, it's like if someone, you know, was at the Pride Parade here in Chicago and they had a big Pride friday, Pride Frank, Pride flag, and they wore it like a cape, but it wasn't a Pride flag. I don't know what it was, but it was really blowing in the wind. But to finish up this story here, so Thursday night, I just through decide we're going to go for a walk. We'd been working from home Thursday. We we're both pretty uh, lazy, didn't do very much. I hadn't left the house yet. It was like five p.m. And so I said, hey, let's go for a walk, and uh, yada, yada, yada. Found a nice little spot. Did a nice small speech, holding each other close. And uh, went down on the knee, which took, you know, uh, some work. Bad knees over here. And then eventually slipped the ring on. Rachel helped me back up, and uh, we hobbled home. So got a bottle of wine. It was good stuff. Made some calls. Getting in touch with my taxes guy, my lawyers. So there's a lot of stuff to... I had to get my ducks in a row, really, is the simplest way to say that. And then, yeah, now we're engaged. So Beantown Podcast Phase 2 engagement in year six of the podcast. Just wait, wait until Beantown Podcast covers the wedding. I mean, that's just going to be wild. You know, it's probably going to be like... Hey, we got, you know, rehearsal dinner at 6, but recording's at 5, things are tight, especially if we have a guest on. So we're, we're going to have to make some compromises, really. That's what love's all about, though, compromises. It's, you know, we, if, if Rachel says, I can do my podcast live during the ceremony, then I will say, okay, Rachel, you can invite, you know, all, all your exes or something. To really show them, I don't know what her what's on her list of negotiables. We'll get her on one of these days to come share some insight. I did want to say uh, say hey Sean Connery, say thank you to our sponsors Home Pride Oregon. If you need your home inspector in Central Oregon, call someone who's safe certified, someone you can trust. Call Steve at 541400316, heating, plumbing, roofing, cooling, and all the good stuff. He will inspect everything and say, do this, don't do this. Looks this looks great. This stinks. But he'll he'll say it in that loving Steve tone. To let you know he's not angry, he's just disappointed. Go to homeprideorgan.com or email homeprideorgan at gmail.com. Give him a call or a text. five four one four zero zero three one six. Tell him Quinn sent you. Home pride Oregon inspect perfection of course thank you to our friends the samson q2u series if you're looking for crisp clear audio quality summer is officially here so memorial day weekend what better way to celebrate summer than with just 10 out of 10 professional audio studio quality that's what you get from the samson q2u series whether you're doing a live stream sunday school or you are doing an audiobook of the entire book of obadiah Obadiah Stone, Jeff Bridges from Iron Man. The original uh the original MCU film, the original MCU villain Jeff Bridges. What a guy. God speaks he uses a Samson. And yes, in case you're wondering, I apologize the energy is low for a second, maybe even a third week in a row here. Um that is just the way it is um when you're sick. And who knows what next week is going to in fact next two weeks recording is uh could be a little wild here. Actually, in two weeks won't be so bad. I'm going to Boston for a cousin of the podcast wedding, but I don't think I leave till late Friday night. Next week, I'm in San Diego. In fact, I leave in three days here Wednesday through Saturday night. So, I could come back and record Sunday. Friend of the show, Abby Witzak, running a big half marathon on the West Side that Sunday morning. So, going to try to get out of there for that, but I don't get back till like midnight. So, TBD. Maybe we'll record live from San Diego. We'll go up to Torrey Pines. I'll shoot a, you know, a seventy on the uh, the old eighteen hole there. I don't know. There's probably you probably gotta put your name on a waiting list of like twenty years to play at Tory Pines or something. I don't really know how that works. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll be in San Diego. Beautiful weather, uh, right on the uh, right on the ocean there. Take a dip in the harbor. Try not to get run over by uh, Philip Rivers' yacht. Danian Tomlinson or Antonio Gates. And then finally, our good friends, uh, the uh, Cuts by Q Barbershop Boutique. You know, I saw a future sister in law of the podcast, Samantha Ramos, last night. She had a beautiful haircut. I said, hmm, I thought to myself, that's got to be a Cuts by Q. Um, It wasn't, though. But if you need a fresh do something snappy and new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. 815-298-7200, 815 298 or email cutsbyq at yahoo.com, or you can go to beantownpodcast.com slash cuts-by-q. Okay, I want to finish up with our trivia question here. That'll get us pretty much with our outro music right to the half-hour mark, which is perfect. And if you listen to this on uh, seven times speed, then you know, you'll you be done in three minutes. Math's not quite right. Four minutes. Four minutes and change. Okay, so our trivia question here is very simple, very straightforward. It was not written. It's just uh, a, an idea, one of those types of trivia questions. Okay, so Memorial Day, we all know it we're all familiar with it. I'll give in fact, let's just do a couple of these like trivia bits about Memorial Day per the Wikipedia page, and you can uh, see what you know, see what you don't know, and you'll we'll all learn something because I learned this stuff. So Memorial Day in the United States was originally created as a holiday to honor the fallen of which war. Okay, so that was the original trivia question I wanted to ask. So again, Memorial Day was originally the concept was created to honor the fallen soldiers from which war? And uh your clue is that it was it was developed during the Johnson administration, I believe. And that doesn't narrow it down for you because there are two Johnsons in two different centuries. It was the first Andrew, uh, first Johnson administration, Andrew Johnson, first president to be impeached, if I'm not mistaken. It was in 1868 to honor the fallen members of the Civil War. Okay, so another trivia question for you. I didn't know this. It's somewhat inconsequential, but it's interesting. It's now observed on the last Monday of May, but from 1868 to 1970, it was observed on this date. And uh, it could be the last Monday of May, but it uh, is not this year off by 1 day. It used to always be May 30th. So you know those, you know, 1930s factory workers when May 30th fell on a Sunday, they didn't get the day off and they were they were bitching, especially if their grandpa was a, you know, Confederate general or something. Charles Evans Hughes or something. I don't think that's the name of a general. There's this one uh brother of the podcast Jack Furnace when he had a beard going on um he thought he looked like, and he kind of did, um, this one civil war general and my late great uncle Tunde apparently like identified him that way as well without knowing that Jack already thought of him like that. And it's this like B-lister Nathan's, Nathan Bedford Forrest, I think is his name, um, B-lister civil war general. And it was just crazy because I witnessed the time when My Uncle Day was like, hey, Jack, you look like Nathan Bedford Forrest. And Jack, the hour before, had told me, like, I think I look like Nathan Bedford Forrest. And it's just these two guys in the 21st century making connections to this Confederate Army general and Grand Wizard, the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Great association. I don't know if there's any other Memorial Day trivia we want to do here. Uh, I thought I had one other one I wanted to do, but I can't find it right now. That's what I got for you. If you want to read more about it, go check it out. It's on the Wikipedia page. I hope everyone's having a fun, safe, happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you got some uh, some educational instructions about bratwursts and what you might put on yours from our little uh, guided meditation there. My name is Quinn David Furness. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll come live to you next week, either a low-budget production from San Diego or we'll wait and record again Sunday here in Chicago, TBD. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Stay safe, stay sane. I'll check in on you next time. Bye.